Another disappointing stretch of Royals baseball. We're going to dive into the all-star voting and what exactly is this Kansas City Royals team? All of that and much more coming up on today's episode of Locked on Royals, the only daily podcast about your Kansas City Royals. All that and more coming up right now. Locked on Royals. You are Locked on Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals Podcast. On the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host. Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles at R Y L A N underscore S T I L E S. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals. We're going to tweet every Royals game on today's show. Brought to you by the Locked On MLB Podcast. We're going to dive into what this Royals team is as it sits right now. We are just a few weeks away from the deadline. A few weeks away from the All Star break. A lot to dive into. Plus, speaking of the All Star break. We're going to talk about the All-Star voting and how the Royals fared in the All-Star results. Now, again, this show is brought to you by Locked On MLB. So Locked On MLB is a MLB podcast about the entire major leagues hosted by our good friend Paul Francis Sullivan. Call him Sully. Uh, He is a baseball encyclopedia taking you around what happens around the entire major league landscape. And then for just Kansas City, come to Locked On Royals. It's a good team that way. Uh, It's a good tandem to have in your podcast feeds every single day that you can listen to Locked On MLB, now listen to Locked On Royals or vice versa, and then you're all up to date on what's happening around the world of baseball. We've got you covered with every team, every sport, everything you can imagine. We've got it right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. It's why we're the largest and best podcast network there is. Now, let's talk about this Kansas City Royals baseball team after we get another disappointing stretch. Uh, this team right now is third in the Central, they're 10 and a half games back of first place. Uh, they are 30 and 34, six and a half back of that second wild card spot. They're two and eight in their last 10 games. They are on a three game losing streak and they were swept, swept by the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, who then leapfrog Kansas City. Uh, and now the Angels are four games out of the wild card spot, while you set six and a half games out of wild card spot. That's one of those series that you're going to look back on at the end of this year and say, if that goes differently, if, if series against those kind of teams go differently, this whole season uh, is looked at in a different landscape. It's looked at in a different kind of seeing glasses, right? Uh, because we talked about separation weekend uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, whenever you separate yourself from the Twins and the Tigers, that's one thing. To get to the playoffs, you have to capitalize against teams like the Angels, who are mediocre just as you are. The, the Angels are not a better baseball team than Kansas City. They got hot at the right time, and they beat Kansas City. And so whenever they beat Kansas City, and then they go beat up on uh, teams that they're better than, like whenever it's their turn to play the the Twins and the Tigers and uh, the Orioles and uh, beating up on the Mariners if they can do that in their division, and the Rangers, the Rangers are terrible in their division. The Angels are not better than Kansas City. They just took advantage of Kansas City this last week. And that's the difference, right? Because this whole year, Kansas City has been ahead of L.A., the entire season. And then they, they had a matchup together last week and the angels took advantage and they swept Kansas city. And that's how the angels leapfrog Kansas city. So whenever you look at the playoffs, 
That's the difference. Uh, but in general, I'd consider, even as the Angels have the best player in the sport, and the Angels have Anthony Rendon, and they have Shohei Otani and Mike Trout, even as they have all those guys, I'd still consider the Angels and the Royals in the exact same place right now. Uh, but they did their job last week, and the Kansas City Royals did not. It's that simple. It's that easy. It's that cut and dry. And then he took one of four from Oakland in a vacuum. Had you not been swept by the Angels, one of four in Oakland, that's a good weekend. It doesn't sound like it on paper. It doesn't sound like it when you say it out loud. But that's a good weekend. That's a hell of a ball club in Oakland. You went into Oakland. You took one. That's all I would have asked for. That's all I did ask for in our Oakland pre- uh, preview last Thursday. They did their job in Oakland. But because they astronomically failed in L.A., you have a bad taste in your mouth right now on Monday. So that's the dichotomy of the season and, and how uh, up and down it's going to be. And we've seen it be up and down this entire year. And yet you're four games under 500. That's it, just four. So the question is, what is this Royals team? How good are they? Have they improved? Is there progress there? Is there reason for optimistic outlooks? And is there reason for pessimistic outlooks? Uh, well, the answer to all those questions is yes. Because while you're four games under 500... What is supposed to be one of your best players, Alberto Mondesi, has played seven games. One of your best players has had 25 at-bats this year in Alberto Mondesi. Danny Duffy, who is having a career year, the best we've seen Danny Duffy look. It's taken this long, but still, it's the best we've seen Danny Duffy look. He's on the IL. He's had seven starts. Two of your best guys have played in seven contests to this point. You've seen Josh Thomas battle time with the IL here and there. You've seen Andrew Benintendi now hit the IL, who has been your very best player, maybe 1B to Salvi, depending on how we can put that. But I'd put Benny at number one and Salvi 1B. But still, that's splitting hairs. Those two guys have been incredible this year for you. Uh, but now you see Benny on the IL for 10 days starting today. You've battled injuries, and you've also battled poor play. Jorge Soler has been a complete, unmitigated disaster. He's been the worst hitter in baseball. He's better at getting on base with the catcher interference than he is hitting the baseball. He's terrible. He's been atrocious. If his name wasn't Jorge Soler, he'd be in the minor leagues right now. He'd go the way of the Ryan McBrooms of the world and the Ryan O'Hearns of the world. But for some reason, one good season of Jorge Soler, which let's be honest, folks, he's had one good major league season. One good season has earned him so much currency. And maybe the Royals can talk another team into that, right? They can say, oh, he's hitting the ball well. Bad luck. Look at what he did two years ago in his only good season in the major leagues. Maybe they can talk another team into that, like the Yankees or somebody like that. Who could use an outfielder? Who could use a, a power bat in their lineup? But we're already, and we're not even getting into the whole roster, but we're already racking up problems. You don't have Mondesi, but for 25 at-bats so far this year. So Lair, who is supposed to be this power hitter, supposed to be this guy in the middle of your lineup, has been the worst hitter in all of baseball. We're down two guys before we even blink. Now to offset that, Ben Attendee's had a career year in the, in the sense of a bounce back year. He's playing like that World Series contributor, like that second uh, runner up in the rookie of the year. He's playing like that kind of player for you this year, which not many people expected and the Red Sox gave him away for free. Right, So bad moves happen all around baseball. So you've kind of offset that a bit there, but then you go take a step down in the order, and Hunter Dozier, who's almost 30 years old, cannot produce at the big league level. He's been atrocious as well. And then you look up in the order, and this is unfair to him, so we're going to admit that on the front end. This is unfair to him what we're doing. But Whit Merrifield 
has not been that elite hitter, has not been that go-to guy that comes through every single time. And because of that, that's your margin, right? When you talk about the difference in being a playoff team, being a mediocre team, and being a bad team, it's winning in those margins. And this team does not have the ability to overcome obstacles yet. They're not that deep of a team. So whenever we're going through the perfect scenario back in March, it was, okay, Wit has to be elite. This lineup has to be good one through nine, uh, or at least one through seven, and you move on that way, right? But but the, the starting point was that Wit has to continue to be elite. And he's still been a good baseball player. He's still been very good. I love Whit Merrifield still. I think he's a really good player. I think that Whit Merrifield, when the, when the year ends, will be playing back at that elite level. But to this point in the season, he has not been that very elite hitter that comes through all the time. And that's why you're four games behind 500. So, again, unfair to wit, but he's kind of hurt himself by being so good. So he's being judged unfairly and being judged on a different platform than other guys. But wit has not been the wit that you that you were sharpying in before the year. It's why uh, he's not ranking up there yet in the All-Star voting. Not that the All-Star voting really matters, but still... Now, I would not consider him a. I would not consider that a travesty, right? I would not consider that a fan travesty that Witt's not uh, top of the boards in the All Star voting or even close to it. Again, Witt's still a good player right now, but he's not that elite player. And so that step backwards, mixed with Dozier being awful and Solaire being awful, that's enough. That's enough for this lineup to not be the the, the lineup that we thought that they were going to be coming into the year. With, of course, Mondesi only having twenty five at bats at this point. So when you look at this roster and this lineup. Wit not being elite mixed with all that other stuff, that's simply enough for you to take that step backwards from your perfect ideal scenario, right? If you start the tippy top, that's enough to take a step down, right? If you if you really think about it, baseball is like a staircase. We'll get to that in a second, but first I'm going to tell you right now, but good friends over at Wealthfront. Stoinks, memes, rocket ships, day trading is a lot of fun. But if you want to grow your long-term wealth, and make it to the moon, you should open up a Wealthfront investment account today. Decades of data shows that investors that trade individual stocks underperform the market every year. In fact, only 1% of day traders beat the market. The odds are not in your favor if you're doing it alone. So team up with Wealthfront instead. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you're being investing or be investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every single day. They automatically handle all the investing based on your preferences that you control. Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay on your investments. For the average client, their tax loss harvesting can more than cover their low annual 0.25% advisory fee. Best of all, it's automatic. Wealthfront is trusted by over $2 billion of assets, and you can get your first 5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB. All you need is $500 to get started. So grow your wealth easily with the easy way and let Wealthfront do your work for you. So get your first $5,000 managed for free for life by going to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB. That's W E A L T 
T-H-F-R-O-N-T.com slash locked on MLB to get started with your savings and growing your savings. So go to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB and get started today. We are back on Locked On Royals on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. This is Locked On Royals, the only daily podcast about the Kansas City Royals. So when you look at this team, right, think of think of the baseball season and where teams want to be as a staircase. The bottom floor, right, standing on the floor in front of the staircase is 100 losses. Any team that wants to achieve that can, right? It is not hard to achieve 100 losses. The next stepping stone would be you go from a 100-loss team to a 90-loss team. So then you've taken that first step onto the staircase. From there, you want to be an 80-loss team. Now you've taken a step up again, right? And eventually, you want to be a mediocre team. That's another step up. Then you want to be a team that wants to finish about three or four games out of the playoffs. So that's what I would call a competitive team, right? Then you take that step up on that platform. Then you want to be a team that makes the playoffs and a team that, that that's your goal is to make the playoffs. That's another step up. And then you want to be a contending team for where, where coming to the year, you should win a world series. You're one of the teams that's picked for the world series. That's your goal. And anything less than that would be a, a failure. That's a step up from there. And then you want to be the, the best team in baseball, which is a step up from there. So when you look at that staircase, you have to figure out where Kansas City's at. Now, I think at this moment, they're at the mediocre stage because of the margins, right? And it's easily flippable, and we still have a lot of time to take another step. But think about it, folks. The last time that they played a full season, they were on the very floor, right? So to say that they've not progressed is, is very much um, you know, disingenuous and just not true. When, we, when The last time we saw this team play a full season, they were on the very floor. Last year... They were on the very floor, even with expanded postseason, even with a 60-game season, only having to get through 60 games, and you had so many more chances, more chances than ever before, to reach a playoff spot, to be in the playoffs. They still could not get off that very floor. So to not only get off the floor, but to skip a step and go to mediocrity already, that is progress. Now, nobody wants to be stuck here on the mediocrity step, but it is progress. And we have to be fair about that. And there's still room and still reasons to believe this team can make that step up to outside looking in for the playoffs, right? Four games out, you know, three games out of the playoffs. It's still within reach to do all of that. But the difference is, and the reason you're not there already, is because Mondesi's played seven games. Mondesi's had 25 at-bats. Duffy's only made seven starts. Solaire's been terrible. He's been atrocious. Dozier has been laughably bad. You know, Stalmont's been on the IL. Benny's been on the IL now. Mondesi, of course, on the IL. Witt has not been elite. The Royals cannot overcome these obstacles yet. They're not a deep enough team. Not to mention a guy in Nicky Lopez who you tried so hard to spoon-feed him that job. The Royals wanted desperately for him to go into spring training and grab that second base job. They had Witt build his arm up. 
that was the plan going in. And if you follow this team for a long time, you know how emotional this team operates. They do not operate typically as a business. They operate as a family. Now, you can make your qualms on either side of that argument, right? Uh, about if you'd rather them operate as a business or rather them operate as a family. Nonetheless, it's a conversation for another day. They wanted Nikki Lopez to get this job. And all Nikki Lopez had to do was be slightly below average or better to, to earn this job. But he was so terrible in spring that they sent him down, which is unheard of for this organization to operate that way. Unheard of. Coming into spring training, everyone who's paid attention to Kansas City would have thought there's no way, no matter what he does, that he can get sent down to Key Lopez. But he was so bad, they had to send him down. They did not want him making this team out of spring training. But Montessi gets hurt, and, and Nicky Lopez has played more games this year, 59, than he did all of last year as an everyday second baseman of a 60-game season. He only played 56. And he's been average. He's, I have no issue with Nicky Lopez. He's not been terrible. He's been better than last year, right? Better than last year at the plate. Sure, maybe shortstop is harder to be better defensively than second base. But nonetheless, still very good defense and, and better at the plate. He's been a better all-around player this year. So this is not a knock on Nicky Lopez, but it's another area in which when in March we were planning out the best case scenario, this is an unplanned for event. This is something that we did not foresee coming, right? And it changes things. It changes the way that we would have looked at it. If we would have known that you only got 25 at-bats from Mondesi in the first three months of the year, the expectations change a lot, right? If we could have revisionist history. So these are these are reasons why they might not be at that at that best case scenario because they're not good enough to overcome these flaws and, and, and these obstacles, so to say. But you have a 30-year-old in Doja that's terrible. You're having to play Nicky Lopez every single day for the most part. I think that you right now could go into your backyard with a wiffle ball and strike out Jorge Soler. He's, he's terrible. You've seen even the teeny tiniest bit of regression from Whit Merrifield, which I think will be corrected by season's end, and it's already started to get corrected these last couple of weeks. And then your rotation has not been good at all. It's been worse than expected. Uh, I, that, that first Texas series against, you know, that first opening series against Texas, uh, you know, I, I said, hey, you know, I'm not surprised that this team is, you know, struggling to, to start games because we always knew that they lacked starters. And everyone tried to crucify me for pointing that out. But it's true. This team has lacked starters since the beginning. And we've seen Daniel Lynch try to save this thing. We've seen Jackson Coar try to save this thing. They've both been embarrassing in their first part of their career. Now, hopefully, they'll turn that around. And I believe that they both will. I believe that they're both are going to be really good pitchers still. I still believe that those two guys will be good. I still believe that Singer will be Cy Young good eventually. I still think that Asa Lacey will be very good despite his command struggles a bit at his first experience of pro ball. Because if it's not, right, if if Lynch and Coard and Singer and Lacey don't turn it around, then this organization has been set back a decade, right? So you still have to hold out hope that these guys can turn it around, and of course that they can, and of course that they will, uh, you'd imagine. But Brad Keller has become, has just now, in June, reached that stage where you'd call him an average pitcher. Before this, he'd been atrocious. Brady Singer's just now rounding into a solid form. Mike Miner is where you expected from him to be, but where you expected him to be was a four-year-a kind of guy. So, like, it's not exactly great. Danny Duffy's taken a huge step forward, and he's outperformed every projection, but he's only gotten seven starts. So, like, that's where your rotation's at. 
So your lineup took a step back and your rotation has been even worse than you'd expect. And then your bullpen with Davis and Holland has just been throw up in your mouth bad. I would rather experience throwing up in my mouth and swallowing it every single time I watch the Royals than watch those two guys pitch. I would make that sacrifice for you, Kansas City, to never watch those two guys pitch again. Royals Hall of Famers, each of them. Royals legends, each of them. I'll never forget what Wade and Holland did for this organization. But on today, the year of our Lord 2021, June 14th, these two guys are embarrassingly bad. Get them out of here. Get them out of here. So this has been a lot of negative, right? It's been pointing out all these different flaws. And yet, the Royals are four games back of 500. The Royals are basically a 500 ball club. They're a bad weekend away from being a 500 ball club. Where else would you want them to be right now? That's that's huge progress. That is huge progress from being a 100 loss ball club. We'll talk about where this team's at more coming up, but I do want to tell you right now, my good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to builtbar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, get 15% off your next order. It is truly incredible. So they have nine delicious flavors all the time, plus the occasional limited time only flavors. There are nine flavors that they have every single time. It's coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. There's something for everyone. My favorite flavor is peanut butter brownie. Most flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, and only four grams sugar, and only four grams net carbs. They're great for pre-workout, post-workout, or even as a meal replacement. You do not want to miss it. BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCK15. BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCK15. 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. I do want to tell you right now, but good friends over at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sport action. Baseball season's in full swing, and you can track all that action at BetOnline.ag. Get the latest news, odds, and information on all of your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC, MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the action and get into the game as teams prepare for their playoff runs. Head over to the website or use your mobile device and sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. But online, your online sportbook experts, promo code locked on will get you that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So we are back on Locked On Royals on Locked On Podcast Network. You are teams every day. When this podcast is over, go check out the Locked On Today podcast. Bukowski does a great job keeping up today on what's happening in the world of sports. Now, with the Royals, wrapping up this conversation, when you're talking about the Royals, who sit four games below 500, we had a lot of flaws pointed out in these first two segments. When they're only four games below 500, and you look at this roster and think, how many players on this roster would you say right now are having a good season? Like a really good season. Not meeting expectations, not being average, not being below average, a truly good Major League Baseball season. For me, that list is Jake Brintz, Kyle Zimmer, Scott Barlow out of the bullpen. Those three guys have been awesome. Benatendi, Perez, both guys have been incredible. I'd include Carlos Santana as a good season. I can. I think that he's been good. 
And then it depends on Danny Duffy, right? I would include Duffy. Duffy is in his seven games has been incredible. Uh, seven games is a bigger sample for a pitcher than say for Mondesi, who's also been very good in his seven games. But again, it's only seven games for a position player, much different than a pitcher. I would include Duffy, but I would totally understand if you wouldn't include Duffy because it's only been seven games. So right there, we only have six or seven players that you look at and say they're having a good season and your team is still only four games below 500. Well, that's taking care of Detroit this weekend. Uh, that's taking care of Detroit this week. That's taking care of business this weekend coming up, right? That's nothing. That's absolutely nothing. That's splitting even with Boston, maybe even win that series against Boston at home at the K. And that's taking care of business against Detroit. And even if you cannot overcome Boston, you're going to face the struggling Yankees and then go back to Arlington to face off again with the Rangers and beat up on them. So like you're a couple weeks away from being a 500 ball club. So for all intents and purposes, this team's a 500 mediocre club. For all that's gone wrong and what little has gone right, they're 500. That, that is progress. So while the struggles of this last week feel like a downer, and while it sucks seeing every young prospect that you call up fail and struggle, and you, and you don't get that instant microwave success of a Tatis type of player or an Acuna type player, or these other top prospects, you don't get that instant success of those prospects, while it sucks, don't lose sight of the fact that there was progress here and that there has been progress here. Do not conflate the two. Terrible week last week of baseball, but big picture-wise, still a ton of progress and room for even more progress moving forward. So I leave you with that. Hopefully the Royals take care of business against Detroit. Until then, be good and be good to one another. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, baby. We're where you want to be. Baseball with the Royals. If you want to be having a great time. Loving the fun. You want to see all of the excitement. This is the place and we're the one. If you want to be yelling like crazy for the guys you love to see. Come on out and join us, this is the place you want to be, we're where you want to be, baseball with the